All right, guys, what is up? Welcome to Emerge Elite. It is Emily, as usual, coming at you. At some point, I should probably get some guests on here, but hey-ho, you'll just have to deal with my voice right now. Um, so I've been listening to a few books recently, as I always do, and a few of the most recent ones was Work It Out by Mel Robbins, and twelve. I think it's called The Twelve, 12 Rules of Life. I forgot who the um, the guy is that does it but it's a it's a pretty cool book to be honest um and yeah so I was listening to stuff like that and they're they're kind of different they're two different well they're two different books obviously <laughs> but um one of them which is the Mel Robbins book is very much about it's very directed towards females and females in a business space and how to kind of like take control of your life and you know how to make things work in your favor da, 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 exactly like that and then the 12 rules of life was actually quite I found it a little bit more difficult to listen to and it wasn't because it was boring it was just that it went into sort of like sort of shit that I don't really care about um, and that's, it, it was doing things like, you know, um, the 12 rules of life of being like, one of the rules was like, make sure that you pet a cat if you see on the street. The analogy behind it was really, really good, but you know, like stuff like that and the way that he tried to like say it just isn't the way that I essentially like, like listening to things. So yeah. So, but Mel Robbins, I've, I've, um, God, I'm starting all over the place today. With the ones like Mel Robbins, I'm I'm quite good with that because I love her as a as a author anyway, and as a person, I think she's incredible. So it was easier for me to listen to. Though sometimes some of the stuff even she said, I was kind of like, well, that's obvious. But of course, it's going to be obvious to me because I spend most of my time <laughs> educating myself further, and I haven't also been in that situation before. But one thing that they both did, which I really, really enjoyed, is that they both talked about, like, goal setting and, you know, kind of having that ambition in order to create habits in order to get the goals that you want. And I fully agree with that one. I could go on about this topic all day because I personally think that in order to succeed, you need to be able to have a clear vision on what you want. If you don't have a clear vision on what you want, you're not going to get what you actually dream about. So, you know, there are so many people out there that, you know, uh, they've come to me, they've come to friends of mine who do a similar thing that I do. And they're like, I want financial freedom. And then when you start asking them why, it kind of gets like a little bit too much for them and they're just kind of like well because I just don't want to have to worry about money I was like we all fucking don't want to worry about money you know no one wants to worry about money that life would be so much easier in a way if you could just ping your card plug it in whatever tappy tappy and it every transaction would just go through and at the end of the month you still have money left over you're still able to pay your bills live the life that you want uh, you know, that's that's easy. But by being financially free, it's what are you going to do in order to get there? You know, that's where like goal setting comes in into play. Because some people want to be financially free so they can spend more time with their family, but they don't realize in order to become financially free, they have to put a lot of work into it. And that means you won't get to spend more time with your family. So what are your priorities? Is it financially? F- is it financial freedom in a way that 
you want to be able to do the tappy tappy over and over again or is it the fact that you just want to make sure that everything's covered and that your kids are looked after and that your wife or your husband is looked after and you you don't have to worry about money per se but it's also not like coming out your ears that's different that's a completely different thing and also you your goals would go differently around that does that mean that you will spend the next five years completely doubling down on everything that you do and saving every penny that you earn, not going on holiday, not doing this, investing into stocks and shares and bonds and pensions and whatever you can do these days? Um, and you do that for five to ten years and then you do get, you know, you do, it, you know, if you're like 20 years old now listening to this and you can do that for 10 years, at 30 years old, you can still have a very, very successful marriage, family life and everything and still be financially free. I 100% agree with that. You know, um, I take myself back to when I was about 20 years old and well, essentially from the age of about 17 to 22, I just didn't look at people. <laughs> Like, honestly, I was just really disinterested in anything to do with relationships. Also, I was coming to terms with who I am, but that is a completely different, you know, topic. But I just didn't, I didn't care where all my friends were getting into relationships and some got engaged, some got divorced. Um, I wasn't bothered about that. But then also at the same time, I think I took one day off in the space of like a 12 month period, you know, but I did that. Yeah, I remember that because I left college and I got freelance jobs as a freelance groom and also a betting shop that was uh, back in the old Betfred days and I saved every penny that I earned and, you know, my mum and dad were amazing and only said that I needed to pay 10% of rent to them so, you know, if I brought a grand and a half in, I only had to give them £150 which is nothing, you know, for rent, freaking hell, I wish I could do that now Um, but I spent those that I spent that time doing that and then you know at the age of I think it was 20 to 21 you know I well 22 nearly um I was traveling and you know in the space of 12 months of working my ass off and not having a day off and saving every penny that I earned and stuff I was able to essentially fund going to America twice and then going to Spain and being able to live comfortably in Spain um, I did have, you know, some financial help from my family, but that was pretty freaking good. You know, like as a freelance groom, sometimes I'd only bring like £200 in a month and sometimes I'd bring in £2,000 and, it, you know, it fluctuated so much. But it was still having the discipline to save all that money and also make sure that, you know, my bills were paid in the sense of, you know, my mum and dad weren't paying for my phone anymore. They didn't pay for my car. Um I had to do all those things and I was only about 18 years old it was but that was what I wanted to do I wanted to travel my goal when I first left school or well left college so 18 years old was that I wanted to travel and that's all I wanted to do I just wanted to go and see the world a little bit because I never really got to we went on a few holidays to uh to France and stuff as a family but we didn't really travel and travel is something that's massive for me I love traveling. I love seeing the world. I I just love going to places and getting like absorbed into the culture. But that was my goal. And, you know, I spoke with my dad about it and he was like, okay, so if that's your goal, you need to put, thi- you need to implement things to get there. And that meant that, you know, 
I didn't go on crap loads of nights out. I didn't go and spend 100 quid just, you know, on bevies with my friends and stuff. I still socialised enough, but I made sure that I think it was about... I think it was about 50% of what I earned went straight into a savings account, which 50% of £200 is only £100, so that's nothing. But 50% of £2,000, which is £1,000, was a lot. So over the space of a year, I was able to fund quite a lot of stuff. And I think I bought a car in that time as well. Oh, yeah. my, I, Yeah, I might have flipped a car and had to buy a new one. Um, yes. Yeah, that happened. Um <laughs> But it's like now, um, I've spoken to thousands of people about this now because sometimes they're like, you've done a lot in a short space of time. And I was like, yeah, but you see that because you see the short space of time. Most people, actually probably about 95% of people that are even listening to this now, you've only known me in the last like year, year, 18 months maybe. So 12 to 18 months. And I've been doing this since I was about 12 you know, I talk about the story of me roping my dad into <laughs> into helping me with my paper round and doing extra jobs on my paper round. And I designed hoodies in college and sold them to my peers. And, you know, I, you know, I made money. I can make money. To me, making money is the easy part. Um, but in order to do that, in order to get where I wanted to go, especially from 20, you know, I'm 28 now. 29 this year we're getting closer to that 30 mark but I knew when I decided to do this so obviously I think I was about 23 24 years old I knew that I needed to make a goal and my goal was to kind of give up my 20s in order to have a chance of be of living more life that I want to by 30 and this was really really intriguing for me because that was the goal And it wasn't, you know, this is someone who was in the equine industry before this. I never thought I was going to leave the equine industry. I thought I was going to somehow do it in the equine industry because that is all that that I knew. And that's why the goal was kind of the way that it was, which was you're just going to give up socialising, you know. Socialising makes it sound horrible. But, you know, wasting money. You know, my money was going to go to places that it needed to go. Um... Was I perfect? No. Uh, But I obviously thought that was going to be the equine industry. And funnily enough, because I left it quite open, it meant that I was adaptable to the, you know, well, to, to the life around me. And I've always been like that. Because it, as I said, like when I was in, in college, I was walking around and I remember thinking wouldn't it be cool if we all had a horse I went to an equine college we all had had a horse that was drawn for us whether it was your own pet or you know I drew it for you and then you had that on a hoodie that said you know like Emily Topping ND ND equine studies or whatever 2000 and I think it was nine maybe um I was like, how cool would that be? And I did it. And I did it for a bunch of my peers. And I think... <laughs> I think the way people knew that it was me was uh, people would walk around with these hoodies and my dorm room would always be filled to the brim with booze. 
so I'd have like margarita mixes and um, beer, wines, vodka. I'd have everything because the difference was I wasn't getting a student loan of, you know, £50 a fucking week or how shit it was um, that some people were doing. I was making about £200 a month <laughs> just selling hoodies or selling my selling my pictures or something like that. So I was all, I all, I was known for the girl with the booze, um, <laughs> which was quite amusing. I absolutely wasted all that money away, though. So... That was that was not a good idea. I should have I, probably if I invested that money, I would have like an extra maybe ten thousand pound in my in my bank account right now. But hey ho, we do what we do. But yeah, so essentially for now, nearly thirteen minutes, I've just ranted on at you. Um, but yeah, goal setting is massive, and also goals are great. So this is probably going against what I've just read in books or listened to in my audio books. Goals are fantastic, but also making sure that the habits um, and the changes go with it first are probably crucial. Because, as I said, anyone can say my goal is to be financially free or my goal is to spend more time with my family or my goal is to get up the ranks in my, you know, in my business or, or you know, something like that. That's amazing. But then what sort of habits and changes are you going to do in order to get there? And that's kind of the fundamental things. And we've all been told before it takes between 30 to 60 days, which isn't actually scientifically true, but it does take a while. And that's why a lot of people can't go cold turkey. You know, uh, what is it? Lent. Lent's coming up. Um, I was talking to my physio with this yesterday and he was like, I'm just going to give up booze. I was like, oh, okay. And he's given up booze because he doesn't really drink it anyway. And he was like, it's an easy one to give up. And I was like, of course it is. I was like, because if I, like me, I am at, <laughs> I'm an absolute sucker for energy drinks. And if someone said, okay, for Lent, you're going to give up energy drinks, I would find that a lot harder because my habit is to have an energy drink. Like, it's actually one of my worst habits because I usually have them in the car. So whenever I'm driving, so I usually drive nearly an hour and a half, two hours a day. I drink an energy drink and that's kind of my thing I've got one right next to me now you can you can hear it and um and that's just what I do so that would be a lot more difficult for me but then it would be having maybe three energy drinks a week for two weeks and then after that having one energy drink for two weeks and then wean off it that way that was that would be the way that I would need to do it um but yeah Anyway, I'm going to go. Um, I hope you guys are amazing. and um, you, Well, you are amazing. You're an amazing human being. And I will speak to you soon. I have a few interesting podcast ideas and videos coming out soon. So I hope you guys stick around to see them. But anyway, I will see you in a bit. Have an amazing day.